the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the Bank of Omaha Studios, here is the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, and I'm broadcasting live all this week out at the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, my show, Where You Live, is uh, usually uh, broadcast on uh, Saturdays at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. But all this week, uh, during the 2 to 3 p.m. time, uh, a slot has been preempted for me to be able to do a live show on uh, AM 1440 KYCR Business Radio. And uh, it's... Uh, Great to be uh, out here. We're right next door to uh, the Home Depot uh, and uh, right by the corner of Underwood and Murphy. And uh, Trevor, you're, you're there back at the mothership. That's right. Pushing the buttons, making things happen here, Gene. Yeah. You know, all of the, all of the hammering here uh, reminds me of uh, the, uh, being able to work with my grandfather, who was quite a carpenter. And I think I probably told you this story. A long time ago, but uh, he used to call me uh, Lightning uh, when uh, I would help him. Lightning, huh? Yeah, and that was because he he was convinced that when I had a hammer in my hand, I never hit the same place twice. Uh, (laughs) And so, uh, and he was probably right uh, with that. Uh, But uh, a lot of young people out here swinging away and uh, uh, with much better carpentry skills than I've ever had. But I uh, want to say uh, welcome, folks, for uh, thank you for those who are here at the State Fair for stopping by and listening to the show. To those that are uh, listening uh, on uh, AM 1440, if you'd like to call in uh, during the show, uh, the number to call in if you have a question, if you have a comment, is 651 and I'm broadcasting this week out at the uh, on the Mutual of Omaha uh, studio uh, patio out here uh, at the Minnesota State Fair. And uh, concerning Mutual of Omaha Bank, remember, your association members always take tremendous pride in their communities. You can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank, a lending expert that's worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate or equipment or make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingbloom at 312-209-2623, Mutual of Omaha Bank, member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by uh, the great folks at Extreme Exteriors and Bartlett Tree Experts. Uh, let's begin our show uh, with the first uh, piece that we always start with every week, and that's uh, property management in the news. Property management in the news is brought to you by Zero Res Carpet Care, a proud sponsor of this program. Contact Zero Res today to learn about association pricing for your HOA or condo. Uh, They do cleaning of carpets, air ducts, dryer vents, and now even adding floor installation and sales to their list of quality services. The number is 9520RES. Spell it backward or forward, it spells the same, 0RES. Our uh, first story uh, today is uh, something that uh, has been... uh, in the news uh, quite a bit. We've uh, been hearing quite a bit over the last uh, number of weeks, haven't we, of groups that uh, consider uh, them, or a lot of people consider them alt-right or alt-left groups. Uh, one thing we can 
whether you uh, want to name them that or not, uh, we can all agree that they are a fringe elements. And uh, apparently in a homeowners association, uh, there has been uh, someone who's concerned over recent activity there. Uh, we know about the tensions that are running high uh, across the nation uh, in the wake over the last couple of weeks from the uh, supremacist, supremacist uh, rally in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. And uh, we know about the one protester who was uh, killed. Um, and, you know, uh, but what's happening in a homeowners association uh, uh, close by, uh, there was a woman by the name of Paige Braswell who uh, was concerned because now suddenly racism suddenly appears to be in her own backyard and community. She, was, uh, she had no problem confronting a neighbor over a Nazi flag that uh, he had uh, uh, put up uh, in front of his uh, townhome. And the exchange between her and uh, her neighbor quickly turned heated. And, of course, it went viral after Braswell posted it on Facebook. The other homeowner, he said to her, what's it to you? Uh, said the homeowner who had the, uh, the flag. And then, of course, he had profanity-laden conversation. He said, do you make the, the payments to my blankety-blank house? And, uh, and so there was uh, another story here we can go uh, to. New York City, uh, an angry, angry neighbors uh, were throwing rocks and insults because in an apartment in Manhattan uh, on the, the trendy East Village side, uh, there was one person who displayed a Confederate flag uh, from the windows and had been doing it for years. What happened was one person got so incensed, finally, uh, because of things that had happened in Charlottesville, this person ended up just breaking into the person's home. And uh, this guy who broke in, his name was Will Green, who was a local DJ in New York and uh, was uh, trying to uh, remove the flag. What is it that's causing people to uh, just seem to go nuts? You know, it... Uh, it's been two weeks now since uh, what took place in Charlotte, uh, Charlottesville, uh, Virginia. And uh, you had uh, a uh, group of protesters who uh, were certainly fringe element uh, type of folks that uh, wanted to talk about white supremacy. And then there was another group that wanted to protest that. And then you had another uh, person who wanted to protest that someone was protesting against the first protesters, and drove a car, uh, killing some people and uh, injuring so many others. What's happening in our society uh, anyway? Uh, why is it that uh, we are getting to a point where it seems like the fringe elements are the ones uh, who seem to be actually taking control of the dialogue in our country? And uh, it, uh, it's, really, it's uh, really a shame to, to see this uh, take place. Um, you know, uh, we've had, uh, besides what's happened in Charlottesville, uh, Virginia, uh, you know, we now also have uh, other people who uh, this week, uh, in Durham, North Carolina, I guess, uh, there was a group of uh, people who were opposed to uh, some monuments that were up uh, by the county courthouse. They threw, decided to throw a rope around it and just to tear it down. And uh, people are saying, uh, why, why, are, why now all of a sudden this destructive uh, behavior? What is going on here? And, uh, you know, uh, we have to, uh, I think, uh, take a look at this. I would guess I'd like to ask you listeners to, to uh, think about things in this way. Let's take a look at what happened uh, right after World War II. You know, in, after the end of World War II, we saw the defeat of Nazi Germany. And, uh, but one question I have is, was there at that time uh, the same thing that's going on today? Were there people around the world that were saying that uh, we're ready to throw all people in Germany in uh, the same basket as uh, the, those few Nazis who had uh, 
run and taken control of the government, and we're trying to uh, uh, to uh, just topple over uh, every uh, uh, government in, in their wake. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that there's anybody that uh, would uh, take a look, it, it would reasonably look at someone who said, you know, I had a family member, uh, a beloved uh, family member who was a soldier in World War II. He was a German soldier. And the fact that you were honoring that person meant uh, that uh, you were for white uh, uh, supremacy, that you were for the Nazi ideals. You were, people would, would say, that's crazy. That's craziness. Yet it seems like in our conversation today, that's exactly what's, uh, uh, what's uh, going on. Um, you know, uh, while there's been uh, these protests, while there have been monuments that have been destroyed, you know, there's been uh, in uh, other places, uh, as, for example, in uh, Alabama, in uh, Brantley, Alabama, over the last week, there was a monument that was uh, being put in place. And it uh, was uh, a solemn ceremony that several hundred people attended, a dedication ceremony, and it was for the unknown Alabama Confederate soldier. And it was a monument to remember those people who had died. And uh, the person uh, from Alabama was saying, it was important that we need to remember our heritage. It's important that we remember our history. For those people that forget their heritage, are doomed to repeat it again, he said. What's going on with, uh, with people? Why is it that uh, uh, we can't seem to have uh, tolerance for uh, free speech, even if it's that free speech that we don't like to hear, that we don't like ourselves? You know, uh, one of the things that I think we need to remember uh, with this whole dialogue with uh, the uh, Confederate uh, monuments and, con- and really remember what really took place at the end of the Civil War. There was an amazing, it was an amazing time at the very end and uh, what took place at the surrender. It was probably one of the most uh, iconic moments in American history. You have uh, both the Union and Confederate uh, soldiers there at the Appomattox uh, Courthouse, and after four long years of a bitter struggle, there was General Ulysses S. Grant and his armies that was finally able to see General Robert E. Lee and his armies of the South surrender, and there were terms to that surrender and that agreement. What took place at the very end of uh, that time together, is something that I don't think a lot of people really know or understand. And what took place, I think, was something that was huge. It was very monumental. It was something that was a defining moment in our history as a great nation and was and it allowed us to be able to take... Uh, to uh, take place to be the country that we are today. What was that event that took place? Well, there were a couple very special people uh, that were uh, at that uh, surrender ceremony and two people that had a huge, uh, huge uh, impression on helping the, the nation to heal after those four years of the, that long civil war were two people, two generals. One was General Ulysses Grant, and the other was Major General uh, Chamberlain, Joshua Lawrence Chamberlain. People don't know a lot about uh, Chamberlain. A lot of people know about uh, Ulysses Grant, who ended up becoming uh, our uh, U.S. president, and he was, of course, uh, the one who was in charge of... uh, all of the uh, armies of the Union in helping us to see the, the victory over in that Civil War. But a lot of people aren't aware of Major General Joshua Chamberlain. Let me tell you about him and what it was that he did at that courthouse in Appomattox that made a difference, that made our country to be able to go on to healing. Uh, Joshua Chamberlain was... Uh, 
uh, born of uh, just a, a small, meager family of about uh, five kids. Before the war ever started, Joshua Chamberlain had uh, one goal. He wanted to go on to college. And he wanted to go on to seminary. He wanted to become a pastor. That was what he was doing, and he was starting to uh, go through his education uh, in the seminary when the Civil War broke out. And like uh, so many other people, he ended up having this great sense of duty and wanting to serve his country. And so he, uh, he paid and, and asked for an enlistment, as a, started out as a lieutenant colonel in the Union Army. And uh, during that time, uh, and uh, during those, uh, the next few years, Lieutenant Colonel Joshua Chamberlain uh, took his men into many battles. One of them, Gettysburg. And not once, but twice, Joshua Chamberlain, during the Civil War, ended up uh, almost uh, seeing uh, himself die. Almost being mortally wounded, not once, but twice. But thrice, he continued to come back and to serve the, uh, the Union uh, that uh, he wanted to see preserved. And he finally was able to see that to take place. Now, he was asked by General Ulysses Grant after the surrender had taken place, there was to be uh, a surrender ceremony. And when you have a surrender ceremony, you have a number of things that are supposed to take place, one of which is that uh, the, the losing, uh, uh, the losers are supposed to uh, vanquish and give up all of, uh, all of their weapons. And under the uh, flag of surrender, they are to march away in shame. But what took place at that courthouse at Appomattox was something completely different. And it allowed us to be able to see a healing in our country. What was that? We're going to talk about that and what we need to remember as we move forward in uh, our country here and as a nation. I'm going to take a quick break right now, but don't go away. A lot more of where you live back after these messages here on AM 1440. Your Money Matters, Business 1440. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've been in the ministry for over 30 years now, and because the Lord has continued to bless my business endeavors, I've never had to take a salary from the church, which has been a huge blessing in my life and a great way for me to give back to the Lord's work. I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the importance of the family business. You know, these days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets, and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing, but Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Weston Edina Galleria, September 15th and 16th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. 
cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. Hey, welcome to our show. Did you know Premier Pool and Spa is having a we're not at the fair sale? Hey, Ozer, what exactly does that mean, eh? Well, it means that true cold weather spas like the Arctic spas are not going to be at the fair. But you can get a fair price when you visit Premier Pool and Chanhassen. All the hot tubs and swim spas at the best prices all year, eh? PremierPools.com, Premier Pool and Spa. Where we take fun seriously, eh? That's right, PremierPools.com. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like dollars and cents. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting live all this week here at the Minnesota State Fair. Come out and see us at the uh, AM 1280 Patriot booth. I'll be broadcasting from 2 to 3 p.m. Uh, every day, Monday through Friday this week. Uh, however, uh, the show will be uh, broadcast on uh, the sister station, AM 1440. KYCR Business Radio. Uh, to uh, those uh, here at the fair listening, if you have a question or comment, please come on up. We'll get you on air. If uh, you're listening and would like to be a part of the show, just give us a call at 651-289-4477. And uh, Trevor, uh, we'll get you all queued up and we'll get you uh, on uh, for any of your comments or questions. We're talking about something that... Uh, happened that was very monumental at the very end of uh, the Civil War, and it was what took place at the Appomattox uh, Courthouse that allowed our country to begin to see some huge healing take place after a rift with the Civil War after four bloody years. Unfortunately, I think uh, today we are uh, seeing in our society uh, people that are losing uh, some of the civility and ability to even... Uh, tolerate one another and people that we, we disagree, even when what you disagree with is just so uh, so against uh, your values. But what took place there was something special. We're going to talk about that again in just a moment here, but I want to let our listeners know that, uh, of course, the show is brought to you by uh, Mutual of Omaha Bank, uh, also brought to you by Bartlett Tree Experts and Extreme Exteriors. You know, uh, you can count on Extreme Exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. It's uh, time now to hear... From the Community Associations Institute, the CAI Minute is brought to you by 24 Restore. The 24 Restore Cost Containment Program helps property managers and associations save money while still delivering the highest quality emergency restoration services for your residents. 24 Restore's unique program includes in-house loss assistance, future loss prevention, and reduction of your overall risk and liability. For more information about this cost containment program, please visit 24restore.com. That's 24restore.com. Are you a member of the Community Associations Institute? For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit caionline.org to learn more. That address again is caionline.org. CAI helps community association board members by providing online resources, in-person training, and hard copy publications written by association management experts. CAI offers community managers professional development networking opportunities, and a certification program that's established as the industry standard nationwide. Minnesota has its own chapter of the Community Associations Institute to bring resources and tools from community associations around the country right to your home. Visit CAIMN.com to learn more and become a member of CAI today. Your community and management company will benefit from your involvement. Join the Community Associations Institute today at CAIMN.com and click on Membership. 
Uh, we're talking about, of course, uh, last couple of weeks. It's been in all the news, right? Uh, uh, all that is happening where we have uh, fringe elements that are protesting and, uh, and uh, people are protesting protesters and people are beating up protesters and killing protesters. And uh, people uh, do not want to allow uh, people to have a freedom of speech. Uh, to, uh, to, to share their message. And I'm asking, what's going on in our country? I think we're, as a society, losing what uh, a lot of people, a lot of people uh, before us uh, knew when this great country was starting. And uh, we were talking about what happened at uh, the time of the surrender, the Civil War. Uh, it, was a, uh, it was a monumental and huge decision. Last minute, General... Uh, Ulysses Grant wanted to give a special honor to one of his uh, uh, generals, and that was Joshua Chamberlain. Why? Because Chamberlain had been had been mortally wounded uh, twice, but he uh, came back th- not uh, three times and continued to lead his men into battle and lived throughout all of uh, the Civil War and for many years afterwards. And uh, because of that. Uh, Grant uh, gave Chamberlain the special uh, honor of being able to uh, have that last ceremony that was supposed to be the surrender ceremony after the, the conditions and terms of the surrender uh, between the North and the South uh, were agreed upon and everything was signed. But what took place was something that was completely different. As I mentioned before, what is supposed to happen is that you have... A, uh, the, the losers are supposed to vanquish and give up all of their weapons and under uh, the uh, flag of surrender and shame are supposed to, to, uh, to march and, uh, and, they are, and they are on their own in shame to go back home. What took place and what Major General Joshua Chamberlain did was different and allowed because of that, I think, allowed the country to heal. What took place? Well, instruction had been given that uh, when uh, each head of each division uh, and opposite groups came by one another, Joshua Chamberlain ordered that each regiment, regiment by regiment, snapped to attention and they gave a salute, a salute of honor to uh, the Confederate soldiers who were leaving. And the Confederate soldiers realizing what was being done in this moment. Their weapons were not being asked to be surrendered. They were now being surrendered. They were being saluted. And uh, in, uh, in a very proud and honorable march, the other side, the South, stood at attention and returned the salute back. And there was honor given for honor. And because of that, people understood that, you know what? There's something greater that we have here than just these differences. You know, most of the people that fought in the Confederate uh, Army weren't slave owners, didn't own slaves. And uh, we had a country that ended up healing. Why can't we heal today? There's some things I think we need to learn and we can learn from those that preceded us. We're going to continue to examine that here on Where You Live Today, but we need to take another break. Don't go away. We'll be back after these messages. When Hurricane Harvey struck Texas and the Gulf Coast over the weekend, the world turned upside down for children and families in its path. When disaster strikes, children suffer in unimaginable ways. And Save the Children is there to meet their unique needs. Even now, Save the Children is in Texas and along the Gulf Coast, making sure hurt and frightened children impacted by Hurricane Harvey get the help they need. To care for and protect children has been the mission of Save the Children for nearly a 100 years. So when tragedies like Hurricane Harvey strike, they're prepared and they're on the ground for children and their families around the world and right here at home. Your $50 right now to save the children will deliver essential supplies for families forced to evacuate, including hygiene kits, blankets, portable cribs, and strollers. Children are counting on us. 
Call 888-248-0312. That's 888-248-0312. Or give online right now at savethechildren.org slash radio. New Windows for America. I finally decided to get rid of the old bathtub in its dingy looking color. Monty from New Windows for America made me feel like I was in good hands. So I signed right away for my new walk-in shower. The owner called me that afternoon and thanked me for my order. I thought it was a great way to show appreciation. His crew was awesome, from the supervisors to the plumbers to the whole crew. My experience was a snap. No more ugly, dingy walls. That's a written testimonial from Cheryl, who used New Windows for America to remodel her bathroom. New Windows for America does beautiful, easy-to-clean, one-day tub and shower replacements. That's right, a new tub or shower can be replaced in just one day. No disruptions to your routine. Make your appointment for a free consultation today and save $750 off a safe, beautiful, easy-to-clean bath or shower replacement. Offer ends August 31st. If you're looking for a job well done, do yourself a favor. Call New Windows for America. New Windows for America. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting live here at the uh, Minnesota State Fair, brought to you by uh, Mutual of Omaha Bank. Uh, the show is brought to you by Extreme Exteriors and Bartlett Tree Experts. You know, uh, at Bartlett, they really are the total nerds of tree care. Uh, they're experts in every sense of the word. Did you know at Bartlett they have a 350-acre research lab and arboretum? Not only are their PhDs constantly developing new techniques and treatments in tree care, but they also provide the support and training to all of their field technicians so you get the best care possible. Bartlett's inventory and management plans using Arboscope are the best in the business. Now, with a comprehensive understanding of value, condition, and needs of your trees combined with Bartlett's expertise, means you get the most out of your dollar when using them. Give them a call at 763-253-8733 and tell them Gene sent you. Uh, one other thing I'd like to let our listeners uh, uh, know about, and that is there's going to be um, another special recording of um, Where You Live coming up on uh, a Wednesday uh, evening on September 20th. Uh, for a special event that takes place. And, of course, that, that event will be broadcast on the, the following Saturday at our normal time at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. And uh, that will be, uh, join us and uh, when we are getting together with 24 Restore, uh, one of our proud sponsors of our show here. Uh, they are uh, experts when it comes to uh, insurance claim restoration work. And uh, they're going to be going through something special. Uh, it's called the anatomy of an insurance claim. What can you expect? You know, if you live in a homeowners association, uh, the idea of uh, uh, things happening seems to happen so slow at a snail's pace. People get uh, discouraged about what's happening, how it's happening. But what is that process? What should you expect? They're going to go through all of that uh for you that evening on Wednesday, September 20th. It'll be uh, up uh, at uh, uh, where they uh, are at uh, 6615 141st Avenue in Ramsey. If you'd like to be a part of that, if you'd like to register, you can go online uh, by going to uh, uh, to uh, 24Restore, 24Restore.com. And uh, you'll be able to get their contact information or contact uh, Michelle at uh, michelle at 24restore.com and uh, register for that event. There's going to be, it's between 5 and 7 p.m. There's going to be, uh, they're going to feed you well. They're going to give you a tour of their facilities. Uh, they've got a lot of fun things. We're going to do uh, an hour broadcast of the show, a lot of demonstrations, and help you go through what to expect when an emergency insurance claim takes place at your home. Well, we're talking about... Uh, What's going on in our country, going back to uh, 
uh, the events over the last couple of weeks with uh, Charlottesville, uh, where uh, uh, people do not want to tolerate anybody uh, with uh, any kind of speech. And uh, even when that speech is uh, hateful and ugly, uh, people, uh, as much as I hate uh, hearing uh, some of these people uh, spout off as well, our First Amendment rights still give us that First uh, right, Amendment right to have free speech, even when that speech is something that we don't like. We talked about uh, in the last couple segments what took place um, the end of the Civil War that allowed for healing to take place uh, between the North and the South with someone uh, by the name of uh, Joshua Chamberlain, a major general were, who served under Ulysses Grant. But there's something that those, those men at that time understood that we forget. And that takes us back to something probably a little bit more than four score and seven years uh, prior to these people at the, the Appomattox uh, Courthouse. And what was that? That was our founding fathers when they wrote the Declaration of Independence. This is something I've shared quite often on the show today. And uh, I think it's something we need to remember and uh, how we are and how we should relate uh, to one another. Our founding fathers began in that document by saying, we hold these truths to be self-evident. Think about that statement for a moment and how huge that is. We hold these truths to be self-evident. They were so confident that they were standing on the side of truth, that they said, you know what? We don't need to force our opinion. When you have truth, these were people who lived during the Age of Enlightenment. And during the Age of Enlightenment, there was this optimism that there was in the country and throughout uh, Western Europe that said, you know what? At the end of the day, truth is always going to rise to the top. And when truth rises to the top, most people are going, who are reasonable people are going to know and understand that truth. That's why they were able to say, we don't need to uh, start our country by forcing everybody under gunpoint and this is what we're going to do. They said, no, we hold these truths to be self-evident. And what was it? It was that we were going to have a government that was going to be different, a self-government. We were all going to be involved in this government ourselves. And our founding fathers said that government is nothing else than just an institution that is derived or created by man. Okay? And that those powers that a government has only come from one group, and that is the consent of the governed. People consent to allow others to be governed over them. And they said, here's what takes place. Whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. But how do you alter and abolish it? Is it under gunpoint once again? Is it by telling people that they can't have the freedom to, to speak? Is it by running a uh, car into a group of crowded people? Is it like uh, many students uh, at uh, Berkeley, University of Berkeley in California, when a uh, conservative group wants to have a peaceful protest, that people get run away and, and others get uh, beaten up and pounded within inches of their lives? Is that what they were talking about? No, at all. Not at all. They said that there is a power that comes when the consent of the people uh, say, this government's in place and this one will be taken away. And that first time that that ever happened and was probably the best thing uh, that uh, one of the, I, I would say probably one of the most biggest accomplishment from our first president, George Washington, that he did. And that was what took place not during his presidency, during his eight years, but when it uh, was up, it was 1796 and George Washington had created 
a solid government for a new republic. But he was tired now. He'd, he'd been, he had been uh, in uh, the, the leader of this new country for eight years. There'd been a lot of wrangling, a lot of disagreements with uh, Congress. Uh, part of him wanted to have a third term. But, uh, and there was probably no doubt that he uh, would have been reelected. He probably would have been reelected as many times as he wished to run. He was, he was, uh, he was uh, considered an amazing man, a general that they appreciated. And, um, and one of the strategists for helping us win the Revolutionary War. But he knew it was his time now to return to Mount Vernon and to live out his years as a farmer. And what took place, Washington was now 64, he decided to end his political life. And unlike a lot of other countries, when someone else, uh, you have uh, the, the Castros, who uh, uh, Fidel, he's, he doesn't want to give uh, anything up. You have dictators that have to die before they leave. Why? They can't have what's called a peaceful transition of power from one, uh, one to the next because they don't have self-government. They don't have what we have. And what took place that first time in 1796 for the first time was the first peaceful transitioning of power that has now taken place for over 240 years. And instead of having people who uh, want to say, oh, this president's not my president, and uh, people said it uh, last time of our last president with Barack Obama. People are saying it this time with our current president, uh, Donald Trump. Uh, people say, you know, uh, we need to uh, hate hatred. Uh, and, and, how, and, and how much sense does that make? You know, uh, I, I love what Dennis Prager talks about on the show. He said it's, it's ridiculous to say that you hate all hatred. He said uh, we hate bigotry, don't we? And isn't it okay to hate bigotry? Uh, uh, we hate murder, don't we? Isn't it okay to hate murder? To say you hate hatred is just ridiculous. To say you hate just violence, that's ridiculous too. I don't want all violence. I don't want uh, unanswered violence to go, uh, to go on. I want there to be good violence. It's a good person with a big stick that stops a bad person with a stick, doesn't it? And th that's, what we need to, what's the, that's what we need to remember. But when it comes to freedom of speech, we need to re remember that uh, even in this society that we have of self-governance, we need to remember we're going to hear people who are going to espouse things that we don't like, that we do not think has uh, any place in our values. And in our lives, and in how we will run our lives. And that's okay, because the way our government is set up, it's set up so that we have what's called the consent of the majority, the consent of the governed. And they will continue to rule. What took place with George Washington was monumental. Because that first time, here you had a huge rift with, uh, and it was a very close election for that next presidency between Adams and Jefferson. And Adams just barely squeaked out, becoming our second president of the United States. And what took place was uh, those men wanted to, uh, after the address to Congress was made, and the new uh, president uh, took the oath of office, they were going to allow Washington the honor of uh, being able uh, to uh, walk out the door first. But instead, Washington insisted and said, no, I will be the last one to leave because I am now just a citizen of the United States. Do you know why we call the president Mr. President? And we don't call him uh, his lord and potentate? And why we don't call him his highness? Because it was insisted that uh, what we have is the peaceful transitioning of power of one everyday person to the next. And the, the moniker of being just an average American was one that was good enough. That was, the, uh, that was the, the moniker. That was the label that was proud to have. And Washington showed that as our first president of the United States. And he began to show a long tradition. 
of a peaceful transitioning of power, even when that uh, uh, when uh, the uh, side that uh, were defeated, and in this case the Jeffersonians, uh, by a very little bit, uh, they realized that it was a peaceful power that was going to take place. Why? Because in the end, it's only going to be for a short while. And the way that you really win in an argument, the way you really win in society is that you build on your argument. You build on your, your rationale for what it is that you want to do and why you want to do it. Why does a homeowner association work? Why doesn't it work? I've been doing this show for 10 years, and the reason that it works, it works because there is a peaceful transition into power. Every couple of years when you have some people who leave the board and other people who get on the board. Rules that people don't like in a couple of years can be changed and reestablished because the people who are governing understand, the people that are on the board of an association understand that they are there only by the consent of those that they are now governing. And because of that, they realize that they have a fiduciary responsibility. That's a fiduciary responsibility that needs to be held in high regard of anybody in office, anybody that is elected. Why does our self-government work? It works because people participate and because uh, people are, are active and they understand the process. And unfortunately, we have people that are not understanding that process today. Uh, to see what's going on in uh, uh, protest after protest and seeing the violence take place. Instead of tearing down a monument, what should the people do in that uh, county, in that city, in that municipality? Why don't they allow what our governing, uh, what our founding fathers did? They said, you know what, let's let truth rise to the top. Let's have a debate as to whether or not the monument should stand or maybe it should be removed. Why don't we show through the peaceful power and the transitioning of government and through civility what takes place? That's what made our nation great. That's what makes our nation great. And that is how we get through one self-government to the next and to the next and to the next. Instead of having anarchy and having uh, people... Uh, with a louder voice for a short time, uh, take control and to uh, show uh, nothing but anarchy and disarray and destruction instead should show civility and allow the process to work. That's what our country's about. That's what makes a homeowner association work as well. Well, hey, we've got one more segment. We've got uh, more to cover, so don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live here live at the Minnesota State Fair. We'll be back in a few minutes here on AM 1440, back after this. Business 1440, your home for up-to-the-minute market updates. Hi, I'm Pam. I'm a student at Online Trading Academy. I think the biggest advantage in Online Trading Academy is you're really taking control and being involved in your own financial future. Even if you don't know anything about trading, but you'd like to learn more, this is really the place to go because there's such a wealth of information there and so many resources if you have questions. When you take classes at OTA, you really are shortening the learning curve. I think it's a great thing for women to learn about trading, uh, markets, finances, it's something you can do if you're working or if you're staying at home. Either way, they say most women are very good traders. By managing my own finances, I am keeping more money in my own pocket. I would definitely recommend Online Trading Academy. Text OTA at 313131 or go to learnwithota.com. Again, that's learnwithota.com. 
If you're part of a small business, please listen for the next 55 seconds. Paladin Law's Larry Frost may save you thousands of dollars. Don't let the pace of your business blind you to the laws you have to follow, even if you don't know they exist. Larry specializes in small business law, forming companies, writing and litigating contracts, advising you before you get in legal trouble. Avoiding disputes with suppliers, clients, and the government is a lot cheaper than solving disputes. Here is Larry Frost of Paladin Law. My goal is to meet with you and discuss your unique situation. Together, let's see if you need legal representation. If you do, I will work with you to take the legal actions needed so you can concentrate on running your business undistracted by legal worries or conflicts. I know you'll sleep better at night. You know that you're protected. Larry came from a military family and spent 27 years serving in the Marines and Army. Paladin Law will bring the same ethics and teamwork to your business. Paladin Law. Have law. Will travel. PaladinLawMN.com. I started my adventure in the Air Force Reserve as a payload system operator. A flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration team. We do a lot in a little bit of time, and we have to do it very efficiently. It's a very exciting career. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. The most exciting thing in the Air Force Reserve is to be able to travel. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. That was definitely a bonus. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like Guns N' Roses. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Business 1440, part of the Wall Street Business Network. More Bloomberg is next. Hopefully you're having a fantastic Monday. It is Pretty fall-like outside, partly sunny and a high near 74 today. Patchy fog showing up tonight into tomorrow morning. Otherwise, partly sunny tomorrow, high near 76 up to 80 for Wednesday. But with a stray shower passing through. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting live here at the Minnesota State Fair. And again, we'll, I'll be here all this week, Monday through Friday, from 2 to 3 p.m. And uh, broadcasting out at the AM 1280 Patriot booth, which is right next door to Home Depot. So if you hear uh, hammers wailing away, you are, no, it's not the legislature uh, in session. It is a bunch of future carpenters uh, going at a number of different projects. We're right next door, so stop by, say hello. We're close to the uh, intersection of Underwood and Murphy. Uh, the show, of course, Where You Live is broadcast uh, every Saturday on AM 1280, The Patriot, uh, between uh, 10 and 11 a.m., and then there is... A, uh, another broadcast Sundays at 5 p.m. as well. If you'd like to be a part of the show today, uh, do you have comments on uh, what I've been talking about first part of the, the show? Or you have a question for me, you can give me a call, uh, 651-289-4488. Um, of course, I'm brought to you by uh, the uh, folks at uh, Mutual of Omaha Bank. I'm uh, also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors, and uh, Bartlett Tree Experts, uh, before we go on and finish and wrap up today's show, it's uh, time now to hear from the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. It's the MHA Minute, brought to you by 24 Restore. The 24 Restore Cost Containment Program helps property managers save money while still delivering the highest quality emergency restoration services for your residents. 24 Restore's unique program includes in-house loss assistance, future loss prevention, and reduction of your overall risk and liability. For more information about this cost containment program, please visit 24restore.com. That's 24restore.com. Do you need products to successfully run your rental property business? Interested in a class about fair housing or rekeying lots? Want to use the plain language lease that is used by the majority of rental property owners in Minnesota? Then you should visit MMHA.com. That's two M's, MMHA.com. That's the website for the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, the most comprehensive resource in the state 
for owners of everything from a duplex to hundreds of units, and for townhome and condo associations as well. They've been around for 40 years and put on hundreds of seminars, publish a monthly magazine, sell attorney general-approved leases, and have countless other tools for property owners. While they are a membership organization, all of their resources and seminars and their annual convention and their spring conference and their orientation programs are open to everyone. For more information, visit the website, mmha.com. Again, if you'd like to uh, call in, you still can. There's time, 651-289-4477. I'm going to address in uh, the last segment here an email that I received from a uh, listener, and uh, he was uh, having a question about something that I said on uh, my uh, July 22nd show. He said, uh, hello, Gene, I was... Tuning in on July 22nd, and he uh, he said, and I was listening uh, to you, but he said, I missed the last uh, 10, 20 minutes of your show, and he said, I thought I heard you say something, but can you clarify this for me? He said, I thought I heard you say that a an association member in an HOA can file a complaint with the state of Minnesota against their association board. He said uh, the board is responsible for all outside maintenance. He said, I now have a driveway apron that tilts toward my house and water pools up against my house when it rains hard instead of it draining away. He said, I've been trying to get it fixed for four years now. He said, I have foundation problems that are taking place. And he said, because of it, it could cost $5,000 to repair now. He said, the board told me, uh, told, he said, the board told the management company to hire a mud jacker uh, to come in and fix the problem, to uh, jack the cement slab uh, away. He says, the management and the mud jacking company messed it up, have now made the problem worse, and the board did not say anything when I pointed that out. And the association just wanted me to pay $639 because the management company didn't tell the mudjacker what to do. Uh, can I file a complaint and how do I find out more? Uh, the question that I think I'm hearing from uh, you listeners is that uh, uh, one of the things that people don't like in a homeowner association is the fact that... Uh, uh, we don't like the decisions that everybody on the board will make. Um, you know, uh, not everybody is going to be uh, an expert in contracting and in uh, contracting services. So um, you have uh, a, uh, a nonprofit group of uh, homeowners who are now all members together by virtue of the fact that you have uh, some common Expenses that you have to be responsible for. The roof over your home extends over your neighbors and another neighbor. So when the roof needs repair, that needs to be done. Uh, the driveway that extends into your uh, garage also is a, uh, adjacent to another driveway and goes into another uh, townhome to another garage. And so these are common areas, and common areas need to be taken care of by the association collectively. Sometimes uh, boards make the right decision. Sometimes it wasn't that the board made the wrong decision. It wasn't the management company made the wrong decision. Sometimes it was the wrong uh, contractor was used. And if, uh, if you're dealing with a contract, good contractor who made a mistake, you know what? They're going to do right by you, and they're going to make sure that things get corrected. But every once in a while, things are going to be di- not uh, done, not done correctly, and what do you do? Well, uh, what people want to do is they want to know that there's uh, some other higher authority and higher power they can go to. That's why they want to say, Gene, uh, who, do I, who can I call to with the state who can kind of just sick, sick them, you know, just like an attack dog. Go get that board and get this thing corrected. They want someone to just give them a big uh, thwack at the, on, the, on the wrist and tell them, uh, don't do that anymore. It doesn't work that way. Who's above the board? Who's above the board? It's you, Mr. Homeowner, homeowner as well as everybody else. There may be a bad decision that may be uh, made when that bad decision needs to be made. Uh, as homeowners, you need to get together and decide how did that happen. 
Was it the board? Was it management? Or was it just the contractor? Or was, there, what, was it a misunderstanding? Is there something that can be done and it can be corrected? How can it be corrected if you think people on the board aren't listening and aren't being responsive? What you do is you do that, as we've been talking about this whole show, you do it through the peaceful transitioning of power at your next annual meeting. The power to remove someone on the board and to put someone else in that place is with you and with every other homeowner. So I hope that uh, you will do that. It's not necessarily the quickest fix, but it's the best and and the most long-lasting. Well, that's all I have for today's show. Thanks for joining me. Hey, join me tomorrow again, same time, 2 to 3 here at the Minnesota State Fair on AMK uh, 1440 KYCR. KYCR, have a great day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Daily source for three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.